Guys, welcome to this bonus episode of Pulp Kitchen. We are going to be doing a spoiler chat for The Flash. If you haven't yet seen The, the Flash, please do not listen to this. We have a full spoiler-free review in episode 81 of Pulp Kitchen. Please go back and listen to that if you want to hear our spoiler-free thoughts. But we're going to now talk in depth about the plot. There's going to be a couple of plot things we want to mention and talk about. Yeah. Um, George, did you want to just start and talk about so, the ending and look, where you found with it? First of all, again, yeah, let's... <clears throat> yeah. So again, as we said in our review, we both really enjoyed it, and I think we're we're both slightly giddy with the fact that we we're surprised by giddy how much with we the surprise it. with how much we enjoyed it, and we talked in our review about the the way that film ends and the and the fan service it gives. I think you have to start by talking about the sort of punchlines and reveals and Easter eggs yeah. and premises that happen. So you have this sort of twenty minute period in the end where. Uh, one, you have these surprises one after the other. Worlds are collapsing in on each other. As, you have as three, younger Flash is three trying Barry to Allen's, you have the, he's bringing yes. all these worlds. You've together. got this distorted, demonized older Barry Allen with young Barry Allen with the floppy hair, with yeah. the Barry Allen we started the movie with, <laughs> and and Timely and Barry Allen. and, and the, the his reality is tearing apart. And you're seeing these other realities Sphered manifested as Christmas baubles. Yes, manifested as Christmas baubles, and. <laughs> You again with rubbery CGI fly through them. You first go through a black and white interpretation, which is almost referencing yeah. old Superman, and I guess a version of Barry Allen where he was a soldier. Do you remember it was Barry? I, I saw running through. I, it could I, be a reference that's completely lost. Well, on I us. think there's a lot that would be yeah. lost. It does also show a green Batman sphere, which shows, I believe, Pattinson's Batman and Adam West's yes. Batman running behind I saw each the Adam other. West. Yeah, Christopher Reeve. I, that, 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 that's the great thing. Yeah. So I was going to say that the, the, what I love about that that Christopher Reeve reveal is that the thing opens and it looks like Henry Cavill, doesn't it? Yeah. I think deliberately. I think they given the out of Henry Cavill and then it has this soft warm um, soft glow reveal of and Christopher Reeves. Reeves face and it is like oh it's Christopher yeah. Reeves like a sort of old deity of, of yeah. comic book cinema at this point he's like a sort of titan of, of, of everything and you forget that here we are talking about Michael Keaton's Batman but that's where it all started, it all started uh, with, yeah. with uh, 1979 1977 yeah and it would been such a long time since I've seen that and I was like and sure enough that was the first moment we clapped wasn't it yes. that was that was the and I was really surprised and then Faye Dunaway flies in yes. as Supergirl I mean Supergirl with Faye Dunaway was an absolute crit critical disaster like, but, there there, a, but, but there she is it's yep. like we're gonna get, get the old gang out the we're one, gonna open the vault the one that really got me so, so I really clapped was you cut to this world where it looks like a Superman is fighting on Goliant from Middle Earth yeah, like, it's massive it's spider I'm just like where are they going with this yeah. what's going on and then laser the spider camera turns yeah. and it's Nicolas Cage yes. and Superman which for people who know Nicolas Cage yes. did a screen test and a costume test and was very very, very close to being cast as Superman. There's a well-circulated image of Nicolas Cage yes. um, in the Superman costume with long hair, I think because he'd either just done or was about to film Connor Air, I think. <laughs> yeah. And so it would have been the 2006 Superman? No, 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 no. That, no this, is that. this is like 96, 97. This oh, was, I believe this was a Tim Burton Superman called wow. Superman Lives, I want to say. Yeah. It never went past the screen test, but it's one of those things that on the internet has, has gained popularity with people seeing Nicolas people Cage. People like, give us the Nicolas Cage Be Superman. Because as Nicolas Cage has become his own sort of cultural icon yeah um and yeah sure enough they turn it out and i go and I, yeah i was like brilliant. we were just like just brilliant like if you don't never know that joke thought, it's totally it's lost fantastic. on you but i was like and like just something you and i would never have predicted no. of all the things we could have asked what who are they going to bring in at multiverse they could do anything i would yeah. never open my first least a thousand guesses would have been Nicholas and i was thinking are they going to do brandon Ru ruth's yeah. superman are they going to do um uh, the, the Barry Allen from the TV show, The Flash, but yeah. I'm aware that those have those cameos and that 
those things have already been done in the TV series of The Flash. Oh, uh, yes. So the TV series of The Flash, I didn't watch any of these. The cartoon. Heard, people have said good things about the CW Flash. But yeah, the CW yeah. The Flash, and the whole Arrowverse. Yeah. So they did a huge crossover event between all the shows yes, in 2020 did, yeah. in which they actually went to Brandon Ruth's Superman nice. when he was older. And they also visited the Superman from Smallville, Clark yeah, Kent, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, oh, that's why they haven't done that because that's, that's been done. Separate. Um, and then... Uh, you have the, the and that's and then you're just kind of giddy on that and then there's this whole ending and then the ending itself it really so got me th- obviously as we know everything's concluded and, and done he, he never really knows like has he fixed everything and he, yes. he's honestly he's looking around like is everything everything fixed? seems Can, to be fine he's just been able is to get kevin bacon off. kevin bacon yeah. basically of course so kevin bacon. he's been he's he's everything seems exactly as it was the only difference is he's been able through just moving the, the tin of tomatoes to yeah. get his father off his sentence, right? Yeah. Everything's fine. And in th- and in this ending, he's sent by to Iris, and then who should, who, who should he be talking to on the phone? But Bruce Wayne. And Comes to pick I, him up. And I nice believe, and, and when I, I was listening to the voice on the phone, and I was like, they're going to do a switcheroo here. I'm pretty sure the voice on the phone is Michael Keaton. Until this day now, I might, I mean, I might be proven wrong. I still think they used Michael Keaton's voice, voice to get on you. that phone to, 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 to switch it because the car pulls up, there's people in there who, what is it? You see a, a tuft of white hair and I'm like, like older Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, it's George Clooney. I, I got it about four seconds more than real. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> I was literally like, there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And I don't know why, cause like we don't have a big connection to George Clooney's no. Batman. It's just more like legacy status, but him being there is so much I, fun. I think it's the the respect. And yeah. like, we, like fair play to George Clooney. And he's publicly denounced those movies yeah. quite Everyone heavily. knows that that's the worst. Everyone hates yeah. those movies. I mean, the nipples. I mean, yeah, it, it, that, that film has been the butt of jokes for so yeah. long. It's so also respect. a warning sign. George Clooney's like, like that's like his biggest black mark in his career. Yeah. He uses a warning sign, like, don't feel like you need to do franchises. It's not always yeah. a good idea. But respect to him for being in on a the joke, sport. for being, uh, being, that's it, a good In sport. a universe which isn't like exactly on top of the world. Yeah. It's not like it's the Marvel stuff where everyone and it's, and it's this, it. And it's a shot, you know, George Clooney in it looks like he was already wearing the clothes he was wearing. Yeah. He looks like, <laughs> he looks it like looks like, like an espresso advert. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's about he's to do in his. a beautiful, well-cut blue suit with a nice crisp white shirt, which if you ever seen him pictured yeah. that's what he wears in his holiday home in Lake Como yeah. like he's literally like can I wear exact do I have to cut my hair no yeah. can I wear exactly what I would this wear was, on a Tuesday I would say this took two hours max yeah. from in and out of filming yeah. you can see with the way it's filmed I think that it was filmed months later because yeah. they hadn't got it because Barry you can see Ezra Miller's hair is slightly wiggy yeah. and I think they weren't even in the same room when they filmed I, it I wouldn't be surprised but the moment itself we were everyone in the audience was hooping and hollering and, and, and clapping and, and credits. And it just leaves yeah. you with the biggest warm feeling. And it reminds you, God, I had so much fun watching this film. Yeah. Yeah. I had so much fun. And it really just puts the perfect end note on this fantastic yeah. film. Yeah. Mean, look, we have, I think, we I, have our problems with no, it. But, 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 also, but also, I think that, that how you feel about that ending, that cameo... Mm is basically how you feel about the film. If you're like, what? If you go, oh, what? how desperate. Him him again, but I'd yeah. be like, you've missed the point of the film. Yeah. The film recognises that it has uh, a broken track record behind it with all these films. Yeah. And what the film does is pick up all the pieces of DC shrapnel yeah. and try and um, acknowledge the cracks in it yeah. while also trying to mould it into something coherent. Yeah. So in doing that with the George Clooney joke at the end, I thought that was really funny. I'm really glad they didn't reference the whole thing of the end of the Justice League. Not that I like really dislike it, but I'm like, just what a baggy, messy, tonally different yeah. 
story than what you're trying to do in this film. You did everything you needed. You had a really cool Batman scene in it. Yeah. You had a nice sort of mental relationship with Ben Affleck, which they already kind of had. Yeah. He, he did his one scene and that was it. He and was in act, act One. He got his act, act one. one. He got his Act One and Wonder Woman came and saved the day. Yes. She has a really funny gag with the truth rope, which yep. I thought was so funny when Batman's like, I'm really just compensating for my lack of relationship <laughs> yeah, with my yeah, yeah, yeah. If I just actually gave away all my money, yeah. I'd actually help more people. And Ryan's like, I know what sex is, but yeah. I've never experienced it. Anyway, yeah. you have all these characters come in and I'm like, oh, it's the Justice League, but here's why they can't be a part of it. Yeah. Very, very well done. And it just goes on and be, is a flash story. And you know what's great? That ending with George Clooney is fine because you're not making another Flash film. Yes. It's not burdened by trying to set up yeah. the sequels to the ensemble yeah. film. No, just I, a gag, a good joke done. And it is surprising that they even then when he went to include a post-credit scene. And I think the post-credit scene yeah. is like a moot point by this point. Because when the when the credit scene, the post-credit scene happened, I was like, no, no, you've you've got your gag. Yeah. You've had your high moment. You've gone out. You, you don't, you... And also it was a sort of funny scene. It didn't tease a plot or a villain or a, it didn't tell me anything about where Aquaman is going. Also, is it meant to be that... So in this world in which George Clooney is Batman, that's now the... the right. Is, is, is that, that the Aquaman that he's dealing with? Or is, he... or, or is that truly Ben Affleck's final hurrah as... I think it is, but final yeah. hurrah as Batman. Has he been confirmed for Aquaman too? I don't know, James. Yeah, I don't know these things. If, if that was Ben Affleck's last bit as Batman, great. Yeah, just reminding us like how great he could have been if he'd got his own. Film. Also, and I'm, you and I said this: if Val Kilmer wasn't retired, and they would have, they were hundred percent would have would have got him in. However, you mentioned Top Gun Maverick in the in, in the main spoiler-free review. He had that moment in that. He did. But Val that Kilmer was coming back on the line, and it was it worked for that universe to write it in that way. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, he, no, but he, I mean. Sorry, what I meant to say Sorry, is like, works. in terms of Val Kilmer having that sort of comeback moment, that one sort of yes. nostalgic bit, he did it. It was so brilliant so in well Top Gun. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That you don't need to do it elsewhere. Um, I'm just talking about, uh, yeah, like we, we mentioned Zod being just a oh bit of a God. bit of a tool in this. Like, so Michael, sorry, we should. Michael Shannon has said. In, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you, no, Michael Shannon said in an interview that it really wasn't a satisfying experience. No. For him. He, he was like, you know, when I did Man of Steel, it was like nine months. We, we were in training and choreography yeah. and. We did the plot, and he has a lot to say, especially in the the, the Krypton scene in Man of Steel yeah. is longer than you Where's remember. Where's the Codex? Where's the I will find them. I will find him, Cora. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jor-El <laughs> is the problem. You're, you're, He's got a slight. Russell Crowe is like you. You've you've destroyed the planet's resources. No, Yeah, all time is up. It's like a, it's like a twenty-minute Krypton sequence yeah. in that film. It's really long. Um, yeah, this he said. 
it was like two weeks work yeah. and I didn't want to do it because I wanted to get Zack Snyder's approval. And so they had to go get Zack Snyder to give Michael Shannon a call and being like, you have my blessing, you may do it. And yeah, I wasn't expecting Michael Shannon to run away with this actual added no. level of death, but it was very surface. He was there to be the foil for the loophole. Yes. That's exactly. like a time loop. You can't, you can't say that he let the film down. That he, when I said he gave a half-assed performance, but he's really not given... He's got a half-assed dialogue. He's not given anything really no. to do. He is complete background character. He is a physical manifestation of a challenge. That's yeah. it. it it's, it's really about, you know, superheroes are defined by the trauma that they had yeah. when they were younger. And it's like whether or not you should fix it, Mm. why you know and flash had to learn that by basically learning to stop himself from doing it because he already was the version of himself that tried to fix it yeah. he needed to see what the runaway effect of that yeah. was and had to be the one to stop it all for him to go forward i do i really we talked in our main review about supergirl and how you said that you know you wished it was a little bit more fleshed out but we did what i, what I did like what i kind of mm. hinted at i do like the way they ended that there's no redemption winning moment Supergirl, no. her story in this in this tragedy story, yeah. dies every time. Yeah, and I like the acceptance, the realization that Zod wins in this world. Yeah, this world is lost, and uh, yeah, I, I I appreciated that. And then I, I the, the final action scene taking place in like the sort of Mojave Desert, yeah, where where like they met in Man of Steel. It was like the same location. I did find that location slightly underwhelming as as to take your final action yeah. scene i think it was just like a bit of a vanilla plain space that we can easily digitally yeah. replicate to have these like digital time loops and i think you know there's, there's a slight problem with flash and i don't think the, the action was meant to feel with a sense of jeopardy but i never felt like our heroes were going to lose it was about how they were going to beat it i always kind of yeah. thought we just have to kind of run a bit faster. Oh, <laughs> and then also. Oh, I wish I put this in the main review. Oh, I'll say it now. But, no, but uh, when it when, <laughs> one thing that like really, I was laughing at my own joke in my head during the yeah. film. But when he started to really go for, you know, when he starts to really break the space time continuum. Yeah. Beginning, I was looking at him and I was like, and I was a running. <laughs> my mama said they were my magic shoes. <laughs> I really liked it when. Uh, slightly older Barry Allen realizes he doesn't have his powers anymore and he does the run oh, yeah. but he's and he's like pushing the things inside and he's just <laughs> dancing in the thing. we fun. should say as well one thing that uh, we talked about yesterday this film is uh, unlike any film I can think of recently so oh, distractingly shot in, in London, London which might just be an us thing it is, th it's very specific but it was like St Paul's at the end so obviously, so obviously St Paul's they took, a, they took a Pizza Express sign and changed it into Ozovazuzu's Express <laughs> yeah. like they didn't even like try and rename yeah. it they just put Oedipus Express and like called it a so I, I, I so, so it's um, St Paul's at the end I'm Temple pretty sure and, um, it's uh, Smithfield that, that was the main thing for me was yeah. the Smithfield Market this huge overview and that that's my walk to work. And yeah. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I can't buy that as Gotham because I wait at the traffic yeah. lights. And, and like lo typical London, like stones and iron cast fences yeah, yeah. and traffic bollards. I mean, it makes sense. It's Gotham. It's Gothic. Yeah. You know, in the same way they filmed it in Glasgow for the Batman. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's like, you haven't really tr even tried to hide no. the Londonness of this. Yeah. Um, and there's, yeah, the, the, the sort of Hoban bits of it as well. I mean, um, and that's why you have actually a lot of British actors. So Sanjeev Bhaskar turns up in this. I've hugged, yeah, I've hugged yeah, yeah. Sanjeev Bhaskar oh. <laughs> because he was the chancellor at my university and oh. and he gave out the degrees and he, he, he said everyone, he greeted everyone on stage with a hug. Oh, nice. And uh, he was very nice. And in, in my moment when I hugged him, because he's a big friend of, you know, you know how we are friends of the show. Yes. He's a friend of Kermode and Mayo's uh, show. Right. And so when I hugged him, I said to him, I said, 
Hello uh, to the church. No, no, James. Shall I tell you what yeah, I said? I said, hello to Jason Isaacs. Yes. And he went, hello to Jason Isaacs. And he said, are you? Because he'd already said it in his speech as well. And he yeah. went, are oh, you spotted him? Well done. I said, thank you. And there's this, you can see there's a photo of us like coming out of our hug, but talking to each other like that. Anyway, he's in this doing an American accent. And I was like, well, that's because this is filmed in London. and mm. You live down the road. Um, that was quite amusing. So that's it. That's the flash, that is really. it. That's all the main spoilers. I... I know. Sorry, I love that scene where they're going. When even when they're in like the flat, and and he oh, meet, the flat's and, great. And and the and the and the, the so in, in the alternate reality, and the guy's playing the keyboard, and he's like, okay, stop. Loads of good jokes, loads of good stuff. <laughs> when, when Michael Keaton is like shaggy haired and run down in flip flops, he's the dude. He's he, the dude. He's the dude. Big Lebowski. And he's he's got these making himself lunch, which happens to be like tomato cheese spaghetti. And he's trying to explain his concept of time, and it perfectly works to use the metaphor spaghetti. He's like, you know. Some of these universes, they yeah. run parallel lines. It's a great metaphor. They also spiral off. And what's the result? He gets the tomato sauce, a hot mess. Yeah. And then he just starts doing Parmesan on this thing. And the young, the young Barry Allen goes, what's the cheese? And then <laughs> the older Barry is like, the metaphor's over. It's just a garnish. <laughs> Do you know what? Did you see the subtle dig to Endgame that he said? So um, Mark oh. Keats Batman says, you might have seen a movie which Where said that like branch reality yeah. like that's not actually how it is. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's smart. Um, All the time travel movies really have to be like, no, 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 no. This is how time yeah, travel yeah. works. You don't want it has to go, no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. This is how time travel works. That movie from the 80s is fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. This is how it works. Um, it's so, the, the, oh, sorry, yeah. the, uh, the Eric Stoltz reference. The Eric Stoltz and, joke I love. Yeah. I, I, really, I was really laughing with that. And I you didn't know, go on. Yeah, so that's, well, yeah, it's, it's like the, the film nerdy thing. But Eric Stoltz, Who's an actor that I think I think a lot of people won't know who Eric Stoltz is. Now, yeah, but he's he was uh, an eighties uh, teen actor and you know is is still an actor and he he's in Pulp Fiction. He is the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction yeah. who helps John Travolta get the adrenaline to shove through Uma Thurman's chest. He was he in, in the eighties. He was in um, uh, as a teen actor. He was an absolute heartthrob. But he, yeah. if you ever see a, there's a lesser John Hughes film. Well, it's not it's not John Hughes. He wrote it. But it's directed by Howard Deutsch. But he wrote this one called Some Kind of Wonderful, which is like an inverted Pretty in Pink. I think Pretty in Pink is much better, but like inverted Pretty in Pink. And he is the lead character. He's really handsome in absolute mm. dreamboat. And he was cast as Martin McFly. And you can see one or two production stills from the first three yeah. weeks of shooting. Him in which, with Doc Brown. Like, in the in costume the and everything. Costume, yeah. And it just wasn't working. And eventually, as, as we know- he did too much method acting. They really didn't get along with uh, uh, right. Plumber. Lloyd. Lloyd. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> they didn't be <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they got Michael Brilliant. J. Fox. And Michael J. Fox was Brilliant. doing, but also Michael J. Fox was working on about three hours of sleep because he was working, Come I forget on, it. Duck. He was doing a show, like a TV show during the day and he would get home late from that, fall asleep. They would, And a drive would come pick him up, pick him up out of bed, put him in the back wow. of the limo, drive him to set. Um, Welfare in the Really interesting. Also, on my radar, I really would sorry, like- Sorry, that, that was the first, in one sorry. of the first instances where Barry Allen realized something was wrong. Yes. Because they were like, Michael no, no, Sorry, like Michael yeah. J. Fox? No, it's made by Eric Stoltz. And then like, the consequence of that was that, was Michael J. Fox in Footloose and Kevin Bacon was, was in, in something in Top Gun. Michael, Michael, yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Bacon was in Top Gun. It's like everything had just been I lo- Yeah, I loved that. That was that, So I was really giggling at that joke. And um, sorry, I was just going to mention on a tangent, that on my radar to watch is the Michael J. Fox documentary that came out uh, called yes, Still, Still yeah. which I think looks really, really interesting. And um, hopefully it's something we can review on the show. Yep. But that's The Flash. I think we've covered all the things that are kind of spoiled today. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, 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 as we said in the, in the main thing, 
it's a it's a really good time. We when we finished it, we're really struggling not to talk to each other. I know about we're it. just exploding because James and I we have to we, we save it for the show because it's not you can't have an organic natural conversation. We'll try and about pretend something. to have it again. We, so we do try just go yeah. hold it, save it. Yeah, so it's that's just that's the best thing. We but, it, at, but it was hard, and it's always a good sign when you finish film and you go oh, and you're kind of bursting with energy. Yeah. Um, we, Guys. Again, as before, if you have thoughts on the flash. Email them in to hello at popkitchenpodcast.com. Probably spoiler-free thoughts, at least for now. Yeah, maybe if you if you really want to ask us a spoiler question, you can can you separate it in your emails to say, and now the spoiler question. And then you could put it, and we can just say, yes, we agree, without saying it on yes. the full episode, because that's just kind of what we want to do. But um, um, Thank you very much. Sorry. Before you oh, sorry, I just want to say... Did you want, did you want to do any emails in this bonus I bit? don't think so. Oh, no, we probably should. Do you think? No. Um, I also oh, what was I going to say. I also think uh, I also think that's a film that we acknowledge has, has quite a lot of problems and things wrong with it, but we still had like as much fun as a film that's actually yeah. really good. Like uh, it's we, quite we, despite its flaws, we're we had, we're so happy to talk about it. This is a bit of hyperbole, but it's, I was like, it's quite miraculous actually. That is a hype, that is hyperbole, but it's like it is actually quite wonderful when a film can do that. Yeah. be so demonstrably flawed in places, but, but despite all that, yeah, yeah, had a great time. Who knew? Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Pop Kitchen. Don't forget, we post new episodes of the show every single Wednesday. Now, what are we doing next week, George? Next week, we've got Astro- Secret Invasion. There's loads of stuff Asteroid out. City. No hard feelings. Will we have seen all of them? I have no idea. Well, but- um, we won't by next episode, I believe, knowing how these things are released, because those films aren't out when our next episode is out. Oh yeah, because we're recording. Yeah, you're recording before that. So what are we gonna watch? So those films aren't out by those films are out next Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. No, next Friday. You're right. So we, we're, what are we gonna talk about next week? Oh, we'll do. I don't know what we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna talk about next week? Well, can you do? Can you do that bit again? Matt? Yeah. We, um, join us next week for. Should, well, I think we do the six months of the rest. Of I think just don't say what we're going to do, but just just say join us next week. Every, no, so every single Wednesday. What are we going to talk about next week? We do not know. There are still plenty of things. No, don't say we don't, <laughs> don't know. know just say what we're going to talk about next week. Well, tune in and find out. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about next week, guys? Tune in on a Wednesday and find out. Thank you so much for spending your time with us this week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share it with your friends. As ever, guys. See you next week. See you in the main episode. And thank you for listening to Pop Kitchen. Lovely. (gasps) Emails. How long are you taking? I'm just going to give him some water. Cut.